0: Welcome to the Writer's Way podcast, where we celebrate writers who have completed their books and inspire writers who haven't. Join Lori and her guests as they talk about writing, books, and life in between chapters.
1: Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. It's Lori at the Writer's Way podcast. And with me today is my friend, Erica. Welcome, Erica. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. I never knew it was possible to have voice envy until uh, I had Erica do the intro and the outro for the podcast. So she's the beautiful voice that you hear if uh, if you're listening to this and not just reading it, you know, on mute. Um, it's her voice and I never knew it was possible to have voice envy, but I do. It is
0: me. It is I. It is I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. knew anyway, you can do accents too.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. Not very well. No. <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, what? It's funny because I had a, a a client of mine. He said, "I need somebody who can do a British accent. Can you do a British accent?" And I'm just like, "If it's for something like a comedy, yeah. If you need something that sounds legit, no." Oh, <laughs> so, oh, that's
1: funny. so, yeah. Okay, so start off by just telling us who you are and what you do.
0: Very good. Well, I am Erica R. Meyer. I'm a voiceover talent, just like Lori said. I am also an author of a book called Reframe It, Rethinking Your Reactions to Life's Annoyances, which is a picture book for adults that is designed to reduce your stress level right away. So, in short, I teach busy adults how simple shifts in mindset can immediately reduce your everyday stress, improve your health, and increase your happiness.
1: Amazing. Now, do you happen to have a copy there? I don't have a copy here. I do. Only because I feel like. Funny, you should ask. Funny, you should ask. Um, (laughs) Can you open it? Like, I feel like people are going to say a a picture book for adults. What is that? Let me get the other
0: the other version because that's like the written up version. Okay.
1: (laughs) So yeah, so pictures. Legit pictures. (laughs) Yes. Right there. That was
0: yeah. (laughs) So yeah, legit pictures.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Yes. So tell us um in to start with why you wanted to write a book and why you wanted to write this book.
0: Well, I have been writing since I was a kid. I mean, I my dad would bring home like little notepads from work and I would immediately turn them like <sighs> Landscape mode and turn them into like and just start writing and creating books. And I've been writing in one you know one way or no, one way or another since I was a kid. Um, But I lost my dad to cancer in 2015, and it was through that experience that I became curious about positive mindset and how positive mindset may have changed things if that was something that was you know active in in his life. And so. Um, it just set me on a path about exploring, you know, what positive mindset does to your physical body. And I just kept getting this idea of why I would love to create something simple that people can implement and practice positive mindset on a day in and day out basis, but make it super easy to absorb because we're all busy. And that's why I created it as a picture book, because you can sit down with it for a minute or two and get something out of it, and then, you know, move on, yep. and so it was through that experience of losing my dad that the idea for the book came out, and then everything else took off from there, so
1: yeah. Okay, and can you give us, um, can you tell us an example of one of the pages, like you, when you were flipping it, you showed a toilet page, so what are you reframing when there's <laughs> the <kids laughs> that on the seat? It's, <laughs> it's, what's that? The kids being on the seat, like that's what I would need to no, oh, I'm about no it. it wasn't that
0: one. Um, well, the one thing I failed to mention is that the book is divided into 25 scenarios, right? So you have, I present a life annoyance, what I call life annoyance, which is basically an everyday frustration that is out of our control. Right. Okay. And so, uh, I present 25 different scenarios. And so what that particular one was, was <laughs> you going to the grocery store Intending to buy toilet paper and I'm oh, fine. I don't need to get the scenario. Okay. And you come home and have everything else, you bought all these other impulse buys, and then you forgot your toilet paper.
1: And so one can relate to.
0: Yes. Yes. And so I said, look, you're gonna have to embrace that return trip. So <laughs> deal with it. And so you and so I presented the possibility because you know, we hear about these kinds of things happening all the time. Who's to say? That when you return to that, you know that you're, you know, frustrating return trip, mm-hmm. that you don't run into somebody of influence. Like all of a sudden, you cross paths with a friend you haven't seen in twenty years, or a business contact, or something like that, where that would never have happened if that life annoyance had not occurred. So I love to think of things like that and like yeah. delays and 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 just little things. I always wonder what, you know, there could be a bigger thing at hand. Yeah. And if we just kind of lay aside the stress of the annoyance itself, we kind of, you know, allow, <laughs> we invite those, those possible little divine connections to occur.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah. The divine connections. I'm gonna yeah. Okay. So how long did it take you to do this book? Cause that's a ton of work.
0: It took about 18 months. Okay. It took a long time because it, it went through various title changes <laughs> <laughs> it went through. I mean, it. I probably like was documenting and scrapping and documenting and scrapping. Like, I I went through maybe a 100, 125 plus annoyances possibilities until I narrowed it down to twenty five. Uh-huh. Um, and so it it just took a lot of time trying to figure out. Well, h- you know, what exactly is this going to be? And it took a while to arrive that it would be a picture book. It took a while to arrive that I that I would um. Like instead of having a whole bunch of different scenarios with one category, for example, like having a whole bunch of scenarios about tech or technology, you know, or, you know, family or jobs, you know, having one particular scenario for each kind of situation. So there's one about travel and there's one about technology and one about, you know, car problems and that kind of thing. And so it was just all of that, trying to develop how I was going to narrow it all down. And then of course, finding an illustrator (laughs) to do the book and then finding an editor to, to, you know, clean up the dialogue and everything. So it was, it it was an 18 month process by the time it was finally off the ground. Okay.
1: And how did you find your illustrator to set up curiosity?
0: Through Upwork, through Upwork is actually how I found her. And I, I did an extensive search on Upwork and on Fiverr. I, um, I narrowed it down to a few people. And what I ended up doing was like, and sending them a, like a test. I said, how would you interpret this scenario in a drawing and send it to me? And I ended up using a woman named um, Brenda Brown. And she is the one, if you're familiar with the series, the worst case scenario survival series, she's the one that illustrated all of those.
1: Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a. Yeah. Wow. And so I was just floored that she was even there. I was, yeah. she does a lot of eBooks herself. She writes a lot of eBooks oh. herself oh. and that's what she's really on Upwork for. And so when I came across her, I'm just like, wait a minute, you did all the drawings for the worst case scenario series. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let's do my book.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That is cool. Okay. So talk to me about I mean, that's a long process, 18 months. So talk to me, like, was there ever times where you were ready to scrap it or you thought it was never gonna happen or did you just, you knew it was gonna happen?
0: I knew it was gonna happen. I don't think I ever had the, the. I never arrived, I've, I've scrapped so many projects, let me just say, <laughs> in my, you know, 42 years of life. <laughs> I have scrapped more writing projects than I'll ever like probably admit. So I knew because this one was just gnawing at me so much. And it was just like, to me, it was God's way of saying, you better get this off the ground. Cause I'm not going to let you like, I'm not going to let it go. Um, I knew that it was going to happen, but I knew that knowing my like history of scrapping projects, I'm just like, I, I, I can't, this has to, this is just weighing on me too much. There's a reason behind it. I need to get it out there. And even though it did take a lot longer than I anticipated, um, It, I, it was one of those things I knew that, that, yeah, I had really, really just kind of like that piece that you just can't explain. Yeah. That was, that was, (laughs) I knew that I I couldn't let it go.
1: Okay. And then the feeling afterwards you hit publish and it's out there and it's on Amazon. Tell us about the feeling.
0: Surreal, surreal and just strange. And it, it just, it felt so, I felt so almost disconnected, like Mm -hmm. that's mine. Weird. That's so weird. <laughs> just like I and everyone, you know. Of course, friends are like, "Wow, that's so cool!" And I'm just like, "Yeah." And it's and it just felt like it was someone else's experience, which was so bizarre. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been, it's been. That's been a journey. That's been fun.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. I remember feeling that way too. It's been about two years, but it was like, "Huh? Okay." Press published. <laughs> okay. And you've
0: done what, like a dozen plus? was <laughs> <Just> eight. <laughs> Oh, okay. It feels like it doesn't. Because you put one out, well, every, like, what, every six months or so?
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah, about there. It hasn't really been scheduled, so I'm planning, like, for a year, but... Um, That's
0: awesome. Yeah. And you see, that, to me, is very inspiring to me. Because that is one thing I've learned now that my book has been out since... My book has been out for, you know for most of 2018, it came out January 30th of 2018. But the thing that I know that I've learned is that people want something new. You know, there's going to be a time when that starts to fade. Like, for example, I got the book in some local independent bookstores. They like put it on display and they had it, you know, just prominently featured in some of their like psychology and self-help sections. I return, you know, six months later and it's, you know, put away. Mm -hmm. It's in a different area. It's not as visible because they're making room for new stuff. And I'm like, you got to keep on turning out the new stuff because you have to stay relevant. So to me, seeing you do that so much is like inspiring to me.
1: (laughs) And it's when I published my fourth, I believe that all of a sudden there was a whoo in sales. So, you know, hard to say if it was maybe something else, but I, it was when I did the fourth one that it really took off and I feel like your book is so good. People will read it and then they'll be like, give me more like those worst case books or chicken soup or, you know, whatever. They love it. They consume it and then they want more. So yeah, on Amazon, they say there's a real cliff as well as far as newness.
0: Yes, I I, I see that.
1: If you want it to be your business if you want to maintain it and have it be your full-time income you do kind of need to keep keep at it (laughs) yeah and it
0: makes sense why authors come out like you know ones that are traditionally published it makes sense that they come out with something new a year once a year every two years it makes total sense and in fact a buddy of mine who works really closely with a high profile author he was just like he's released his his uh, most recent book i would say about a year ago now and he said, "Oh yeah, he, last month he just sold twenty books. And of course, he's a um, you know New York Times bestselling author. And in a month, he you know after the wave had died, you know he sold like twenty books, which is not a lot, obviously. No,
1: no yeah. And
0: so, especially for somebody of that you know high profile, so it makes sense that you need to keep rolling new stuff out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those yeah,
1: readers sure. out there, they're <laughs> insatiable. <It, laughs> yes." works for us. Works for us as often.
0: Exactly.
1: (laughs) Okay, so talk to me about um, the learning that happened. Like, what what are some of the really cool things that you learned along this journey?
0: Self publishing is not for the faint of heart. That is what, that is one of my biggest takeaways from all of this. I mean, I really learned, it was a really fascinating process to understand and learn and just realize, man, when you're in control of all of the creative elements, while that's good, that's also, whoa, that's daunting at times. Mm -hmm. And so I learned, you know, obviously how to, how to ride that wave for when the next thing comes out. And how to, you know, what best tools to put into practice when the next one comes out. And so that was the biggest learning thing. And of course, you know, along the way, just obviously, as I was doing the research about positive mindset, just how legit, like everything that I was like talking about in the book and teaching is is founded. And there's a lot of scientific basis for what positive mindset does to your physical body. And so while there's not a whole lot of scientific basis published in the book the more that I research it, I'm like, gosh, that's, I love that what I'm talking about isn't like total bull. <laughs>
1: you yes. know what I mean? You're not plucking it out so. of the air. It's actual science. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, exactly. But people exactly. don't
1: necessarily want to read that. Right? Right.
0: Which is why I left it out. In fact, I have, um, I, I created an online course that was an offshoot of the book. So that way people could, you know, have kind of like an intensive, better way to implement those reframe it principles into their life. And it's in the course that I introduced them to the, the science behind it. And I'm like, okay, this is, you know, proven that if you, you know, extend kindness and you reduce your stress, these are the positive effects it can have on your physical day-to-day life. And so that's where I kind of like, I tease the science part of it, <laughs>
1: so. Really, <yeah>. there's, proof. <laughs> there's proof. There's proof. I'm, I promise. <laughs> okay, so do you have any great advice for authors um, or writers, I should say, you know, like going through the process, they want to write a book, they want to publish, they're not quite there yet. What can just, you share?
0: I mean, the biggest thing that I can just say, just, just don't give up. Mm-hmm. Don't, and don't let the idea escape you. Have you ever read um, Big Magic? By Elizabeth Gilbert yeah and she talks about the concept of an idea coming to you and then you not acting on it quick enough and that idea is just like I'm leaving I'm taking a hike and I'm gonna go find okay. somebody else to bring it to life yeah and so that is like to me that's kind of like the fear of God thing like if you're hesitating to to you know write the book because you think the idea isn't fleshed out enough, you better start and get it rolling because that idea will leave you and go find someone else.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's I to the start thing. with something else.
0: Yes. Six yes.
1: later wonder what happened to that idea. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's just like you'll see somebody else like put it out in development. You're like, hey, that was my idea. Like and the idea basically like living in <laughs> oblivion's like, hey, you didn't do anything with me, so I I took yeah. a hike. <laughs> I
1: loved that book. That book was so good.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: One that I own for sure. Okay. So this is the two personal question. Okay. Um, (laughs) Which you don't have to answer. How many dollar signs has your book made and, (laughs) or if it hasn't made any, um, what's the plan for the money? Like what's the best thing that you, um, that you're planning to use the money on?
0: So the dollar signs have been low. (laughs) Because I'm an unknown, you know, and that's, that's the other part of doing a lot of this on your own is your, are your own marketer and everything. So I've like put myself out on social media, you know, and as much as I can every single day, I've developed the online course to go with it. And in the next, um, Six to eight weeks or so, I'm launching um, what's called Reframe It Story Meditation, and I actually haven't said that to anybody. Oh <laughs> <publicly. yay. laughs> So Reframe It Story Meditation, which is basically a meditation service subscription service that you, I drop the listener in the middle of a scene or a story where I guide them to practice positive mindset. And so it's a very non-traditional way of doing meditation, but it's like, it's a spin on, on the tradition, which I really like. So I'm excited about that. So in all of those ways, I've developed like the Reframe It brand and I'm kind of like kneading it and molding it and developing it. And that's all come from the book. And so when that, you know, all of those elements take off collectively, (laughs) paying off the debt and helping to retire my husband and move my mom Mm -hmm. closer to me is like, are the biggest goals.
1: Those are big goals. (laughs) Those are big
0: goals. Those are really big
1: goals. Um, (laughs) I can't wait for the story meditation because I have tried the meditation and almost without fail, I fall asleep. And so maybe it's, you know, working its magic while I'm sleeping or something like that, but I can't do it. So the idea of a story that will keep me interested in paying attention and then listening to your voice, (laughs) I can't wait. So where will I find that? Like Where should I follow so that I know when that comes up?
0: Well, for now, you can go to EricaRMeyer.com and you can get on the email list there because that will be where I'll announce all of like the developments and all of that stuff. But eventually, the website, um, Reframe It Story Meditation, will be um, fully fleshed. Right now, it's just like a blank page. <laughs> But it'll be fully fleshed, and uh, eventually, where that will be, where you can go to to sign up for the subscription. But in the meantime, EricaRMeyer.com will like take you everywhere you need to go, where it be, you know, my book, my course, voiceover, or what have you. So it's E R I C A R M A I E R dot com.
1: Okay. And is that what you are on Facebook and Instagram too, Erica? R- yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So cross gonna- the board. Cross the board. That's smart. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to share those as well. Yay. Um, I can't wait for that story meditation. I think that's so cool. You started with a book and then it's grown and it's going to be a movement. Yes. And I, yes. I love watching and I can't wait to see all these different pieces. So, <laughs> yes, I'm excited.
0: Yay You're yay. welcome. Thank you. Thank
1: you. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll, we'll say goodbye and thank you again.
0: You are so welcome.
1: <laughs> all right. Bye. All right.
0: You've been listening to the Writer's Way podcast. For show notes, links to guest's information, and to learn more about the Writer's Way, check out lorierider.com. Until next week, enjoy this chapter of your life.